On this week's Sisters Dish, Courtney and I sit down with Mama Ashley to recap our Halloween shenanigans. From Phantom of the Opera in Dallas to Bjork in Los Angeles, we came to trick and to treat, especially with our menus. We also discuss Mama's booming catering business that's keeping her busier than ever. It wouldn't be a Sisters Dish episode without a few kitchen conundrums. From Mama burning her buns when her oven locks up before a catering gig, to Courtney's kitchen smelling like a dead hooker. So grab a handful of that leftover candy and prepare to cackle. Bon appetit, y'all. Grab your fork and grab your knife. Morning, afternoon, and night. Mama's recipe and mine. We're about to have a good time. Hey, sis, eat this. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. How are you feeling this morning? Oh, I'm so tired, but hey, mama. Hi. Happy post Halloween. Yeah, it was a big one, I'll tell you. Oh, man. We had fun here in Dallas. We did. It was a blast. What did y'all do? What we do every year, <laughs> have a party. <laughs> yeah, we sit out on the patio and drink cocktails or wine. And then, you know, our neighbors across the street, Selden and David, they're always so cute. They put up a full bar. They were serving a bourbon apple cider punch. It was really good. Just to the parents that walk by trick-or-treating and stuff. Yeah. That's so nice. Well, they trick or drink, the kids trick or treat. Yes. I yeah. love that. And they so love it. And everybody from all over the neighborhood comes to our street because we had the most fun. Everybody comes because of our decorations. Let's be honest. I feel like we get more kids because ours is a little bit more interactive with the boat and the witch now, the like 12 foot witch we have on it. It's fun for the kids. It's like a haunted house in your front yard. Right. Yeah. We were laughing last night because, you know, mama bought that witch for Lance and it's on this broomstick. It's on like a oh, the one 12 that flies foot, up in the air. Yeah, yeah. Broomstick. So we are laughing that somebody was like, oh, does it go around the broomstick? And I'm like, it's not a stripper witch. <laughs> 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 it's really oh funny, God. though. Well, you guys have really put me in a bad place with the kids because they're like, we want decorations like Mamu has. <laughs> Your yard's not big enough. My yard's yeah. not big enough. In fact, oh my God, last night. So we had, I mean, I probably had about 70 people in and out last night. Yeah. What was the final count? I didn't count. I couldn't, but well, it started off where dad came like a little early. Right. And I started, I'm like, can you cut these apples? Can you do this? <laughs> he said you put them to work. I was like barking orders to everybody. And then Jason comes down and he's like dipping into the onion dip I made. He's like, this is delicious. I'm like, get out of here. Get out of here. Stop it. Cause like he always starts to pick at the appetizers before, you know, and I like everything to look good and to take He wants to be it. sure they're not going to kill everybody. Yeah. He's like, I just want to take a little bite. <laughs> yeah. All the men like to get in there and be like, let me taste toast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just trying to get these platters out and everything. So the party, I called it for five. It's five to five. I still have not put any makeup on. I'm in my sweats, you know, so I run upstairs and I get ready. I had to call you on FaceTime because I couldn't figure out how to get into my Bjork costume, which was... I kind of forgot how complicated that that costume is because when I had it made, Patricia deconstructed the stuffed animal swan I bought on eBay 
and she's very resourceful and she used all the wings. So there were all these clasps and clips and I kind of had to go back and look at the picture to be like, okay, Courtney, put that clip there. (laughs) Yes. And Whitney walked me through it. So I was about 10 minutes late coming down to the party. That's perfect. You can make a grand entrance. Well, exactly. But I almost got plowed down because what happened was, (laughs) I don't know, about five or six, seven families show up right on time. And they're the parents are at the bar getting their roadie, you know, right. And Mm -hmm. all of these kids are in these like ginormous blow up costumes and stuff like sumo wrestlers (laughs) also. And I walk down the stairs and all of a sudden there's like 30 kids running at me to go out the door to trick or treating. I'm like, ah, you know, so (laughs) I made my way through the crowd a little late. Probably no one recognized you. They didn't. I mean, they were like, this is Mrs. Harrow. Can you say hello? And people are because Bjork doesn't resonate with anybody under the age of probably like 40. Right. Because she did that. She did that so long ago. I I mean, in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these kids aren't going to know who she is. But Whitney, I mean, people were dying over my were costume. They? they loved it. Oh, yes. I'm and so glad. Everybody was like, Courtney, you look really good as a brunette. I think right. You <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and then they'd be like, Jason, doesn't Courtney look good as a brunette? And he's like, Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, needless to say, you didn't keep it on after hours. <laughs> Well, not when I was that tired last night after hosting that many people. Well, everybody was so funny at our Halloween party when I was dressed up as Mr. Six. They were like, please don't go and have sex with your husband like that tonight. Uh, (laughs) Right. No kidding. I mean, that that is the biggest turnoff costume ever. It is. I mean, mine was actually really cute. But I have to say that I felt really bad. Um... I I was joking around that I was writing everybody's costume coattails because I'll start off in the morning, Vivi, they have this big costume contest at their school and it's very serious. Like parents go all out and the kids, well, I will say the kids don't go out, the parents go all out. I was about to say, Vivi hired someone. (laughs) Vivi Vivi outsourced her costume uh, making because this is not my comfort zone. And so a friend of mine, Cheryl, makes she's the costume maven and her kids have graduated from the school but she whispered in Vivi's ear last year I'll I'll make a costume for you so Vivi held her to it (laughs) so she did this adorable hot air balloon and she took like a little wicker basket and cut the bottom out and put little flags on it and we uh, attached a huge 36 inch blown up helium balloon to the top you know and she dressed had a little uh, Amelia Earhart hat on and and a little bomber jacket and looked really cute so we get to school and um, five pop balloons later, you know, um, <laughs> that we had to go the night before to this place to get them blown up with the right kind of helium. Who knew? Everybody kept coming up to me going, oh, my God, that costume's amazing. And I was like, oh, my friend Cheryl, I can't take credit. I can't take it. But finally, so many people were doing it. I was like, oh, isn't it? Thank you. Thank you. Because I was like tired of explaining it. And then last night when everybody's coming up to me with Bjork, it was sort of the same thing. I was like, it's my sister. Then I was like, thank you. Thank you. I was like, I'm just going to own it. Like everybody. Yeah. Yes, girl. I don't care if you ride my coattails. Costume maven when literally I outsourced it all, everything. But I, it was a big win for me. Costumes, family and uh, my, you know, so thank you. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you, Whitney. Just getting me through <laughs> Halloween this year. Did Vivi win the Oh, wait, she won. She won yeah. overall best. She Good. won best costume. Yeah. 
Good. We were very relieved. Oh, very relieved. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Well, usually after our Halloween parties, I will repurpose the costume like I did Bjork last year. I wore it for the Halloween night. But there's no way that I could repurpose Mr. Six because the ears, the bald cap, the nose was all in the trash. So I was trying to figure out what I could do with my tuxedo, my kid's tuxedo I ordered on Amazon. So I was going like, oh, maybe I could be a waiter, you know, yeah, and like carry a little napkin over my my, uh, I think arm. you should. Well, and I just had an idea. What? Then you carry a tray yes. of martinis that you glue down and yes. then you're the dirty six, like the <gasps> dirty sis. Oh, oh, that'd be great. That's hilarious. Something like that. I love that. Well, I wasn't that creative, but mm-hmm. I did look and I saw Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh God, I mean, where am I going to get white makeup? So Patrick, who had come and done my makeup, he had left his makeup kit at my house. And I was like, I bet you d- you he's got into white that? makeup in there. So I go in there and I find a little jar of white makeup and I'm like, okay. And I like drew it on and did it. And I sent him a video and I was like, hey, Patrick. And I like started to where it wasn't on my face. And I was like, so sorry, but I owe you some white makeup, but I couldn't not repurpose this suit. <laughs> That's so funny. hilarious. Did he, I'm sure he thought that was fine. Yeah. So that turned out pretty cute. I have to say, I was pretty proud of the repurpose of the kid's tuxedo. What was the name of the woman on, in, in Phantom of the Opera? The, the. Christine. Christine. Yeah. Did Lance dress as Christine? No. <laughs> no, no, but that would have been funny. That would have been great. He was, he was a doctor. He was a doctor and this little girl came up to him and goes, excuse me, are you a real doctor? And he said, no. And she said, oh, I was going to have you look at something. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. I didn't hear that. That's really good. (laughs) One of the dads came as the bear from the TV show. He was wearing an apron and he put fake tattoos on his arm. And I loved it so much. But I felt like I was the bear pretend when I was getting ready for that party yesterday, chopping and running around the kitchen. And I kept thinking every second counts, every second counts, <laughs> you know. So let's move on to your food court. I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, you guys, but beep, beep. I think this was the best year ever. And I'll tell you why. I'm going to talk to the audience about this because I think this is good advice. And it all kind of goes back to you, Whitney. Okay. I'm not naturally an organized person. So I didn't, I haven't always done like the G sheets and stuff that you do where you map out what you're going to do. I kind of just wing it. Mom, you do the same thing. You kind of just wing it, right? Just, no, I don't. I make it, I make a whole list of when I'm cooking everything and oh, I have a whole schedule. Okay. Well, then I have not jumped on that train until the past couple parties. And I make an Excel spreadsheet where I put in one column the recipe and then underneath that, all the ingredients. And then in the next column, I put where I'm going to buy that, whether it's Costco's, Trader Joe's, Ralph's, like where, so I know exactly where to get all that. So once I have all that, then I make a calendar of like five days in advance of where, where I need to shop, what I need to do. And then I start breaking down time, you know, the time of when I need to put this in the oven, what temperature, all that. So I was super prepared and I started cooking on Saturday. So I just wasn't stressed out until like the last hour before the party when I was kind of going crazy. Yeah, that's inevitable. Yeah, that's what always happens. You were giving me a hard time over, oh, you're making too much. But I really don't (laughs) think I did. I did a, a huge pot of 
chili. So I made about six pounds of beef chili and I had to make it in one of those big, huge pots. I had to stand on a stool to make it. I'm like a witch's cauldron up there, you know, because I, I couldn't, I didn't have a pot big enough. My kids walk in like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm just making some chili. I can't wait to put that video on social. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had one of their little friends over and she's like, I mean, Sarah, last year I ate five bowls of chili. I love your chili. So I was like, well, I better make a lot. So I did that. And then I made for the first time bison chili and it was awesome. It was so good. So I had bison chili and then I bought turkey chili because I have this place where I get it and you can't do it better. And so then I did, um, I was only going to do the chicken tacos, the chicken verde tacos. But but then one of our neighbors was like, you're not making brisket tacos. And then I was like, oh, shit. So then I went and I got brisket and I did brisket tacos too, which I'm glad I did because that ended up being like the biggest hit. Everybody was always going crazy over the brisket Well, your taco. brisket tacos are the best. They always I are. Do we have that on the website? Well, I think we do have it on the website. You got to put your bison chili up there too. So I will do the bison chili, but what I but I will say I completely made up the recipe on my own to the beef chili that people were raving about. So and it, and it's chili for a crowd because it's hard to find a recipe online that's going to make enough chili. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of sat down, sort of mapped it out. I looked at several recipes and looked at the ratios and I created my own everything, blend, spice blend and all of it. And it was delish. So I did take meticulous notes. So on our site, we can do chili for a crowd. I mean, this little feed. Oh, that'd be good. 30 people. Which chili was eaten the most? Well, I think the beef chili was eaten most, but, but bison chili was almost gone. But then yeah. at the end of the night, I crawl into bed to talk to my husband because I want to know like, okay, what did you try? Like, what was your favorite dish? Because I made everything from scratch. I made caramelized onion dip, dill pickle dip, the tacos. Pickled onions. Pickled onions for the tacos. I made a special queso that was not just Velveeta and Rotel. I mean, I went all out. Brussels sprout Caesar, two types of cornbreads, which we'll talk about in a minute. I get in bed. I'm like, okay, so what'd you have? Cause I always love to get his feedback. He's like, oh, I thought the Turkey chili was great. That's all I had. I go, I go, that is the one thing I didn't make. That's all you had Turkey chili. He goes, I'm sorry. That's all I had. I go, you didn't try the tacos. No. I said, you didn't try the bison chili. No. I said, Oh my God, I can't even talk to you right now. I was like, <laughs> I, like I gotta go to bed. I'm like, you're my sounding board. Like I need that feedback. I would have been pissed too. I was, I was pissed. I was like, <laughs> I needed to hear the feedback because of course everybody's gonna be like, oh, the food's so good, you know, but he'll be very honest with me about everything. He only ate the chili that I bought. <laughs> All things. Oh, that's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> but well, see, was, that's something Big D would do because he doesn't eat anything anyway. Yeah. So, you know, he, I can't, I can't ask him if he liked anything because he didn't eat anything. Oh my God. I've decided I'm breaking up with the crock pot too. I didn't do a lot, a lot of these taco recipes call with to just throw the chicken in there and the spices to make crock. And I never think it tastes good. I just don't think it tastes the same. So I just took a Dutch oven and I sauteed my onions and my garlic and I just laid a bunch of chicken breasts on top and I poured a can of salsa verde, you know, salsa mm -hmm. with some chicken broth and a bunch of spices. And I put it at 275 and I let it go for two hours. And when I tell you it was perfect. And it makes a lot of sauce. So when you slowly reheat it the day of the event, it doesn't dry out. Yeah, that's good. Ooh, we got to put that up there too, then. Will you please remind me for my next party not to make any more bread? I made two types of cornbread, <laughs> corn muffins, <laughs> jalapeno cheddar, delicious, didn't touch them. 
Really? I think I think a few kids got some corn muffins, but they like I said, people in California don't eat carbs. Well, I'll tell you what, they would have they would have been gone in Texas. Everybody would have eaten them. That's what I'm saying. Do you think mm-hmm. that it's like a southern thing that cornbread? Must I be. Think, I think people just don't eat bread here because they're too they that they just I just have a keto party every time. It's gonna have yeah. a keto. Yeah, you're gonna have to. It, it, if you serve maybe some uh, tortilla chips, those are those are GF. They'll eat the tortilla chips, the GF, anything <laughs> that is GF. Crazy. Well, I'm not gonna lie, Courtney. When we were talking over the weekend, and you were three chilies deep, saying everything. Yes, and we had this conversation last week where we strategized and we're like, "All right, we're making too much. We're gonna pare it down. I'm only gonna do this. I don't have to go above and beyond." And then you're like, "Well, I gotta go get the chicken." tacos ready. I'm like, wait, what? You're going rogue. I know. I went rogue. (laughs) And I really went rogue. And I think everything was handled as long as I do. And thank you, Whitney. I got to do my G sheets in advance. And then really, we might need to post some photos of like our G sheets and do a little blog post on it because I think it's really helpful. Yeah, actually, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Keeps you from stressing too much. But um, I'm like you. Even as organized as I get, by the end of it, it's almost like things fall apart and I start stressing and then I make mistakes like I did for that cocktail party last week. And I had to send Big D to the store twice to get more cream cheese. And then I ended up with more cream cheese than I needed. And, you know, I just kind (laughs) of lost my mind there. Well, that was sweet. You're a little errand boy. I I told him he was my hero. (laughs) Well, I do need to make a public apology to Jason because I did kind of snap at him when he was getting into my dips before everybody got there. I was well, like, maybe that's why he only ate the damn turkey chili. Yeah, he yeah, right. was afraid. He <laughs> was afraid of you. Well, you know, I'm running around like the bear in the kitchen and I kept bumping into him because he was standing by the dip and I was trying to get everything out. And I'm like, can you just get out of here? And then I ran upstairs because he put on a Halloween mix. The kids were like, can you put on music? And it was, of course, it was like, spooky dooky Halloween. And it's like blaring so loud. And I couldn't even talk to dad and my helpers. There was that last moment of, you know, panic. But that's hilarious. I really do think that he's like, I'm going to show her. Yes. Just going to eat the store-bought turkey chili. (laughs) Jason, I'm on to you. We'll talk about it later. That's hilarious. How were Grandmother Ame's Sloppy Joes that you recreated? Delicious. I thought that they tasted just like your recipe. I mean, I obviously never had Ame's, but... You made them, Whitney? I did, yes. Yeah, she made them. They were good. Tasted just like mine. I doubled the batch, and it calls for a cup of ketchup, and I'm like, oh, God, I don't have a whole cup. So I'm like squeezing the bottle, squeezing it out. I hate when that happens. I had to pivot and I went into my fridge and I did have Whataburger's spicy ketchup. Oh, yeah. There you go. So I thought, well, we'll give it a whirl if Big D can't eat it. (laughs) But it actually didn't change the flavor. I don't think so. It didn't. I think it would enhance the flavor, actually. Yes. Well, I've already put that up on the website because I did send out a newsletter with some last minute Halloween recipes, but that one's really yummy. Even our neighbors across the street, we had invited them over to come have Sloppy Joe's. And I said, hey, just a reminder, y'all want to come over for your Sloppy Joe's? And Zeldin said, oh, that is so funny. I was just saying that. Wouldn't it be yummy to have some chili right now? <laughs> I go, well, you're in luck. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. And Mama made her banana cake again. Oh, 
It is a good little recipe. It is a total panty dropper. It is amazing. I know. It's really good. I need to make that more often. Well, it's so easy. Our friend Renee, when she left, she texted us and said, you know, thank you so much. And oh my God, that banana cake. Oh yeah, I know. That's it really good. is I, the best recipe. I didn't do any desserts just because the kids had candy. And oh I yeah. I guess I could have put yeah. out something for the adults, but I mean, people were just picking all night. I was nervous at first people were out trick-or-treating for the first two hours and it was and then all of a sudden seven o'clock they showed up to eat <laughs> oh my god it was like mayhem in my house but you know it was it was really uh it was funny I hope you took lots of pictures I took a few I took a few. <laughs> of course I was going to say this one funny costume, this dad walks in I don't even know who he is I think he was invited to the party I think he was a dad at our school not sure but you didn't know him? No, but yeah. I met him, Jason something. He walked in and he was um, Larry David because I he's bald, clearly. And he took like cotton and like <laughs> molded it in the Larry David haircut around his ears. Oh, and that's put on, hilarious. It was so funny. He walked in and I just, I, I didn't even know what to say. Like I was just like, ha, ha, ha. Like, <laughs> and he was like, yep. Did he have on khaki pants yes, and the and whole a sweater like, and like uh huh and tennis <laughs> yes. shoes and the glasses? He's like, the greatest thing is this is me. I just had to put some cotton around my head, you know. <laughs> so that was really a good costume. That is so funny. I was listening to you know my favorite podcast, Handsome. If you haven't listened, please. It's just hilarious. And they have people call in with questions. So Jamie Lee Curtis called in and she was saying that her daughter in college would go to these Halloween costume parties and that the favorite theme was that she thought was the funniest was the shock your mama costume. Oh. <laughs> That's, That's cute. So that I want to know what would be Courtney, your shock, our mama costume. Do you Some, think something that I would wear that would shock my mama? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I actually have a real anecdote from last night. There was a shock your mama costume because one of my best friends lives across the street. She has four kids, two teenage daughters and two little ones like in the grade school and the whole family went as pirates. And so they all the mom that even the grandparents were there in pirates. So they Aww, all come cute. over to my house. And I said, well, where are the teenagers? Where are the girls? She's like, they're back home changing because uh, <laughs> it's not appropriate to just wear a corset and booty shorts out as a pirate. And I went, oh, you're being slutty pirates. She's like slutty pirates. And I had to put a stop to that. So they come in. She's like, oh, they're the slutty pirates. So I saw them walking in the door and they had skirts on, but they were corseted with all the stuff. I go, look at you wenches. <laughs> over here and give me a hug so that was a shock your mama i would think right if you try to wear just a corset and booty shorts out to trick-or-treat oh that is funny my shock your mama costume can you get back to me yeah i mean i feel like i shock mama with every costume i have yeah well you haven't worn anything too bad i guess the most shocking the most shocking costume to me would be if you came naked that's what I was going to say. Or I was going to say if I had clothes on. <laughs> but yeah, you always like to be naked. So that'd probably be the shock, shock me. Or would it be shocking? You know, 
It would be shocking if there were other people there. If you were just me, it wouldn't be shocking. I'm the first child. I would never shock my poor mama with the costume. I would just, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to upset her in that way. Right, mama? Right. You're the per- perfect child, Courtney. Perfect girl. Well, I did shock yeah. my kids with the Bjork costume because I didn't realize that the whole top part is sheer. And so I just wore a, a nude bra underneath it. And Reagan was like, mommy, mommy, you can't just wear a bra. And I said, the swan's going to cover it. And it kind of covered it, but like not that much. And so I did shock the kids. They were a little uncomfortable. Well, I forgot to send you my like lacy bra that I wore underneath it, but it still was a bra. <laughs> I think that might have been more shocking. <laughs> Mine was like an old lady bra. So it had some coverage. Yeah. I wanted to talk to mom about her, her exploding career. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden she just, it's like, I thought she was retired and now it's like, she's working full time again. No, I'm going back into retirement. It's too much. I'm too old. (laughs) But I asked you about that last week. I said, mom, just say no. And you're like, I can't say no. I say charge a shitload. And then if they don't want it, then. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm happy for you, it, Mom. I think that this is a good thing. You know, you're... Uh, I don't know. People and, and keep I, calling me, but it's too much. I had to stay in bed all day on Sunday. I was so tired because I did like two or three things last week. I did want something to do. I don't want to go back to work full time and I'm not going to, but but it has been fun to do some things here and there. Well, it's inspiring to us, Mama. I love that you are doing it because you really are such a talented chef. Thank you, Courtney. I personally have enjoyed hearing about the recipes that you're making, all the different appetizers. I think that... uh, Yeah, I have been making some new... I do like to learn from you. Yeah, good party stuff. Oh, shoot. I just realized I forgot to take the pesto out of the freezer to serve as a dip last night. Dang it. (laughs) Oh, shoot. You know what? It was the universe telling you, you don't need the pesto, Courtney. Save it for a weeknight meal. There was too much. Well, it was hilarious. I do have to tell you this one conundrum I had on the cocktail party I did last Saturday night. I was making my new favorite hors d'oeuvre. You take white bread and you put butter on it and then you put kosher salt and pepper on them. And then you toast them in the broiler. And then you make a cream cheese and uh, lemon spread and you put that on there and then you do a little cornucopia with smoked salmon and put a little mm-hmm. piece of dill in it they're real cute so anyway i was making the toast typically with a broiler you shut you leave the door open part way but however my thing says shut the door on the oven so i shut the door and i made two or three batches and i was on the last batch and i turned around to take it take them out of the oven and the door had locked and oh had, my God. And I had bread in there and I was like, oh my God, there's bread in there. I got to get it out. You know, it's screaming. And of course, could it was catch the, fire. It was not only that, I was going to burn my bread <laughs> that I needed. And so I was screaming, Big D ran in there as fast as he could. And so we were both tugging at the thing, wouldn't do it. So he started punching all the buttons on the top. <laughs> oh and, <my> God. <laughs> and, this, and this sign comes up and goes, Oven too hot. <laughs> 
You're like, no shit. No kidding. And so we turned off the oven and then as it dropped temperature, then it released the thing. But of course, the bread was a little toasty. However, I have to say it tasted better than the one where I lightly toasted it. Oh, my gosh. That's so very I'm, counterintuitive that the oven gets too hot and the door locks like you would think yes. that it would release. If it catches on fire, it puts it out or something. I don't know what, I don't know what happened. But anyway, that was so scary. (laughs) I've never had it happen before. And I was like panicking. Oh, I would be too. I think this is the catalyst that will allow you to get those new ovens, mom. Yeah, no, I got to get new ovens. I've got to. Clearly. Yeah. Can't have them locking on you like that. That's danger. You just made me think when you said kitchen conundrum. Last week, Whitney, at the beginning of the week, I made a a seafood duo. I did a salmon, a miso salmon Mm -hmm. in the oven, and I sauteed some shrimp um, and broccoli like a stir fry. Mm -hmm. I know this is not politically correct, but we've talked about this before. When I tell you the dead hooker in my house (laughs) from the fish smell (laughs) lasted like a week. I mean, I can't. Did you it, not take the trash out that night? Well, I think I did not maybe mm. take the trash out that night. Big mistake. But then the first thing the next morning I did, but it stayed. And for two or three days, we, my, we'd we walk in the house and be like, oh, I had to light candles. One night I just started cooking onions and, you know, just to like get the smell <laughs> out. I was trying to cook something else. I don't know. It was just I can tell you how, how to get rid of it. How? Because when I do something like that, well, first of all, if I know I'm, you know, doing something stinky, I put on the um, um, the fan, the fan, yeah, yeah, the exhaust fan, put that on and light a candle and it'll, it pulls it out and the candle takes it over. And even in the next day, I've done that before. You turn on the exhaust fan on high. Mine goes real high. You turn it on real high and then light a candle. I did keep the fan on for a couple of days, but I didn't light the candle, which makes sense to. Well, yeah, but, I light the candle and uh, do the fan at the same time. Helps. And yeah, I feel like cooking. it was down in my sinks or something. So I was throwing lemon and baking soda. It's a real thing. It's a real you thing. Run your, yeah, did you run the disposal? I did it all. It was just a <laughs> stinky stench of DH. Oh, you can always. You can always put bleach down the disposal, too. That's what I do, I mean, I wanted to, like, spray bleach all over my house. I don't know what happened. That hooker likes to linger. It was like two hookers, a salmon hooker and a (laughs) shrimp hooker. I don't know who was worse. Well, I think the about 30 pounds of beef and onions that I've been sautéing (laughs) since Saturday sort of took care of the situation. But uh, that's probably true, too. Well, I think this was a very successful Halloween. Yes, it was. It was great. Halloween is probably my favorite holiday. I love it. I think I need a nap. I think we all need naps. Yeah. I know. Not me. Christmas is my favorite and it's coming up and I've got to get to shopping. I'm not cooking till Christmas and I'm ordering in for the next few days. (laughs) There you go. You deserve it. Or leftover chili. Yeah. All right, ladies. Got to get the kids to school. Love you. Love your show. Love you. Love your show. Love you. Love your show. Thank you so much for listening to Hey Sis, Eat This. If you LOL'd, peed your pants a little bit or even smirked, please hit subscribe if you haven't already. And feel free to rate and review. But 
only if it's positive. Also, visit our website for recipes and to sign up for our newsletter at heysiseatthis.com.